All right, we're back. This is, so I don't even know episode. I never know episodes. This thing is terrible. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, we don't, I love it, though. We don't do the intro. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. this is, so we here, though. I think I'm going to just say episode 10. I think we episode 10. All right. But it's like a new season, though, Jesse. So I guess episode one. Look here. It's a new episode. Y'all just know we yeah. here. It's a new episode. We're here. And back. it's another episode. Spurlock's block. The fuck? And, yeah. We got a special guest today for the first episode back. Appreciate everybody sticking with us, you know, as we go through the revamp and everything, get all the logistics together. But we got a special guest I'm excited to talk to today. Got my boy Kazi here. Appreciate you for stepping, stopping by the block, bro. Um, Yeah, so, bro dropping the tape December 30th. Um, And we're going to get into it today. Tape, EP, or album? Like, what do you want to call it? By definition, it's an EP. Okay. By definition, it's an EP. It's short. It's only six songs. Okay, okay, okay. That's bad. I just didn't want to, you know, call it the wrong thing because I always, mm-hmm. you know. I appreciate that. Especially with Apple Music. They don't like to, they, they real weird about that shit. Like, they're just posted, like, and not having like, the name of what it is and everything. I'm just like, man, tell me exactly what it is so I can know. Nah, for sure, though. It's like a discrepancy with like our generation, so niggas mm-hmm. don't be knowing what to call shit. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like music come out so fast now. Yeah, so it's like, you never know really what it is. I don't like that either. The artists don't even be knowing what they be putting out. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. They just be, they just drop shit. But but you got a manager though, so that's like, I feel like that's a good thing in a sense because you got somebody that can, you know, you already know what you're doing, but you got someone else that can tell you, okay, like this, how you do in a structured fashion so that way you can't get to those higher levels of like artistry and just like, you're just growing yourself because it just comes with having a team. I always tell people like, you got to have a unit, somebody with you. So. Literally, guys. Because even if you know what you're doing, you can't do everything at the same And I had to learn that, bro. Like, I grew up, like I got siblings, but I grew up like an only child, bro. I'm not used to even fucking with like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was for certain shit, bro. So like, it takes adjusting to and then they can tell me that shit a lot like a lot like it's only gonna be hard if you're trying to do it yourself you from out here you from Virginia you from Richmond yeah he oh, grew up in, uh, in Jackson Ward oh word cool. my dog shout out Fleet that's my dog shout out Fleet cool ass nigga bro. shout out Fleet does he manage anybody else or is it just you um yeah he be fucking with uh Luke Castro mm-hmm. he from the Bronx and he fuck with Ryder um my nigga Ryder he from Maryland mm-hmm. they both battle rappers too though mm-hmm. they, they nice though have you ever thought about battle rappers Nah, it ain't for me. Nah, not for me, bro. Look at the disrespectful. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 not like I'm a tough guy or nothing, bro, but I'm sensitive, bro. Like, don't talk to me like that. I just don't know what to do up there, bro. Like, I wouldn't. That just ain't for me, bro. I'm gonna let them have that shit. I always said with battle rap, like, I know for a fact if somebody says one thing wrong, I'm gonna snuff them right there. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna snuff them right there. Bro, niggas be touching on some real sensitive shit, bro. Twist with it, you know, cause everybody gonna say, uh, everybody gonna say rock, but yeah, okay, Gucci, Gucci be having some, Gucci be talking some shit too, though, mm-hmm. for real, for real. Some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's shit, let's get into you though. So, Word. talk about, um, just like, you know, what made you get into the rapping? Just, okay. you know, tell everybody who is Kazi. Alright, for sure, I appreciate that shit, bro. Uh, uh-uh. <clears throat> so I always wanted to do music. Like I always knew I wanted to do music, but like, what was important to me was finding something that was like profitable in mm-hmm. my adult years like something that was just a little bit more realistic like i hope growing up so i always was like basketball gonna get me to college and mm-hmm. you know whatever college is like college gonna be type shit basketball ain't get me to college i didn't finish college because i ain't had bread you know what i'm saying yeah, so you it's like and music i was still doing music but it wasn't from like a professional perspective so yeah. it was like the more shit kept falling in my lap, I'm like, bro, I just need to, like, it's just feeling like that's what the world keep bringing to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, niggas put their head down, my head first. For real, for real. You started making music, you said, in college? 
Nah, nah, nah. Okay, okay. So yeah, my bad. I didn't even touch on a lot of shit. Goddamn. So at first, I was like, I wanted to make beats. Like, okay. I was a producer. Like I've been uh-huh. getting subscription emails from Full Sail University <laughs> since like 2008. Like yeah. I've always wanted to do music in real life. Like, that commercial did be hard though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> regular college. That shit look but, lit. For like, real though. I'm like, do what I want to do. Do I really want to do it? You exactly. feel me? Like, cause that shit's crazy. Bro. That's where the money was spent at for real. That's what yeah. the top right there. Yeah, bro. So I started with beats. Yeah, and I met niggas in high school. When I got mm-hmm. to high school, I mm-hmm. met niggas that was rapping and putting music out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, it just made shit seem so realistic to me. And I was ghostwriting for a little minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For one of the niggas that I had met, I was mm-hmm. like, niggas right yeah. And I wasn't a rapper yet. Like, I'm still like, I just love music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still just involved in that shit. It just always graduated gravitated towards me like mm-hmm. so eventually one day i just wrote a song bro and it was like over like mm-hmm. i called that nigga like bro i don't i don't know what i'm doing with this but i need to do something more than what i've been doing type shit mm-hmm. and the song wasn't good for real but i knew that it was more than what the, you know what i'm saying what, like what I, everybody else is putting yeah, out at the time. i knew i i knew i had something mm-hmm. like, yeah. like yeah, I, you had that feeling i like knew i had that. something so I, I that's when i started locking in on my writing type shit and from then on, that's like 2015, 2016, I was writing projects, like, I had, a, I had, by the time I got to college, bro, I probably had like three, four projects written type shit, like, and completed. That's hard. Yeah, like, but I started recording them, and now it's like four, three, four years later, like, you know what I'm saying? So they don't sound the same, Yeah, like, I won't fucking with them, and, and now we have for the love of the game, bro, like, you know what I mean? That's what I revent things to to be like that's the time period I wanted to make my debut of. What made you want to pick that title for the um for the tape for the love game? I grew up hooping, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm a hooper, bro. I think that's something anybody, everybody, anywhere, everywhere mm-hmm. can relate to. Yeah. Like for the love of the game, like how much do you love this shit? How what? How much is you willing to risk for this shit? You know what I mean? What you willing to put into it? For you? No, for real, you gotta play. You gotta have like that, that hard work or just that mentality. You gotta lock all the way in or whatever you're gonna do. So it's like if you want to music, like I said, no matter if it is basketball, any type of sport, music, you know, even if you're an academic scholar type person, like you gotta lock in and be like, this is what I'm trying to go with this. You know, what I'm saying like you can half ass all you want, but you ain't gonna see no results. And you can be just moving around wondering like, damn, I've been doing this shit for three years on. I ain't got no motion. It's like, because you have that. It's like, you ain't be putting the work in. So it's like, I don't know. What you expect to come out of that? But it'd be oh, crazy. Your heart's not in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, facts. Your heart's not really in it. Like, if you have ass and something, I always say your heart's not really in it. You feel like you could be doing something different or something. It's like, no, you got to go 100% or it's nothing. I always say multitasking is not a real thing. If you're not putting 100% of like the task that you're at right now, it's already... You, you, you already feeling in the situation. That is true though. Cause I be feeling like I be doing like I be feeling I can do all these different things, all these avenues, but it's like if I'm not locking on on it, like if I'm just like I'm working on this today, I'm working on the pod today, I'm working on photos today, I'm working on a regular job tomorrow, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not putting my all into it in a consistent enough time period to make it work. And I feel yeah, like especially in music, that's a testament to that too. Bro, big y'all niggas just like hit a nerve. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real, bro, that shit is crazy, like. That's why I moved to Jersey. That's why I left Virginia, bro. Literally, like I left Virginia on some shit, like where I knew I could finally give this shit a, a certain level of focus I've never been able to give. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've always wanted to. Mm-hmm. So like, now like my money, like I can prioritize music with, with the money that I make. And I see, I, like I said, like before we even started the interview, I saw like when you made that move. It's been a different kind of you, honestly, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you putting stuff out. I don't know if that's just the manager telling you to put stuff out, but I see you doing shows now, mm-hmm. that was podcasts, too. interviews, all types of stuff. And I'm like, you weren't doing this when you were out here. So I'm like, I'm glad that this move made you progress more in what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. And that makes me so, like, it, feel, it makes me feel good. Like, when people are succeeding doing what they want to do and following their dreams like that, that makes me feel good. Especially when like, I'm see really happy for you. Especially when you see them come from a place that's like, where they, you know, you saw them put persevering, like you especially like, you know, we was locked in on studio sessions, yeah, you know, detail, exactly. all that stuff, and like, I can see, you know what I'm saying, like develop, mm-hmm. and it's like, as somebody like for me that wants you to win, so it's like, it's like Jesse said, like you going to Jersey, you know, trying to get yourself, get your mind right, get your focus on, like I said, come back here and there, do shows, you know, mm-hmm. do real drops, you know, what I'm saying, do the right way, so I feel like that is like a like we got definitely gotta give you a flash for that for one and like you know Bro, just lock in for real. Man. Now my next question with this is, with your sound right, 
has it switched up a lot? Like, has it, have you changed it a lot since you first started? Because, yeah. like I said, like, your sound is different. Mm-hmm. It's not like everybody else what? is putting stuff out. Especially out here. You know what I'm saying? Man, y'all niggas ready to make me get When I listen to y'all dead as I feel that, like, I'll be like, okay, yeah. this, got, this got soul to it. Like, this yeah. got, that's what I like when I listen to music. Mm-hmm. I like to hear, like, that it's coming from people's hearts. Mm-hmm. I want to know if when you first started rapping, was it the same? Like, did you have a different style coming in, like, rapping mm-hmm. than yeah. what you have right now? Because... What would you even call it? That also, like, ask, wait to wait, wait for that a little, little bit first. Answer this first question. But what would you call what you know, what you do, mm-hmm. like you, your genre of rapping? Okay, so we starting with what would I call it? Mm-hmm. And a nigga asked me that the other day, and I, I ain't stumble, but I ain't give him, I ain't answer that shit the way I was supposed to answer. Yeah. So in real life, though, for real life, what me and my manager have kind of like curated. I think we could just kind of call it melodic rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's... The general consensus. Yeah, yeah. melodic rap. Like, kind of like that Trap Soul vibe Bryson Tiller came out with. Mm-hmm. That same shit Fetty came out with. Like you know that. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah, 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 like, I'm, yeah. I'm, that's, that's kind of my lane for real. Because I can do both. I can... So when I first started rapping, so mm-hmm. now we go right back to the first question. Mm-hmm. When I first started rapping, I was very hip-hoppy. Mm-hmm. So I'm originally, yeah, like I was born <laughs> in New Jersey, bro, like a very northern, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they call niggas Yankees, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I that traditional hip-hop was me, like, you know what I'm saying? Initially, it took me a long time to gravitate towards the southern culture, like the music, all that shit, like it took forever just because mm-hmm. my roots was up north. But like growing up in Virginia, like you just can't help, you know, your childhood, bro. I'm influenced by everything, bro. So I did start rapping on that hip hop shit, and I fucked with it heavy. But I still like when I got here, and I got in into a position where I knew my music was about to come out. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the same confidence in it, like in that in that lane. Just I I knew I could do more. I knew my talent exceeded that. You know what I mean? I knew my marketability exceeded Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like. But shouts out to my nigga Grim too, bro, cause he's, he to he he did some crazy shit in the studio. Like we done came up. That's my boy. Telling his ass, mm-hmm. you need to get get right for real. Both mm-hmm. of y'all, I be, I be telling both of y'all, I be like, bro, cause y'all be having some shit. Y'all should I be hearing or the shit y'all do release or the shit that I be hearing is exclusive that y'all. Be, I be like, bro, y'all really tripping, bro, for real. <laughs> yeah, that nigga contributed to my sound a lot. Bro. Is it like a fear that you don't want to keep putting stuff out like consistently, like not even consistently, just like. I know some rappers like right. They just like to throw a bunch of stuff in your face because mm-hmm. like just all the time. Just here, you get this, you get this, you get this, you get this. Mm-hmm. But with you, you kind of like you very pick like picky kind of. I don't want to say picky because that's, that's kind of like, you got negative connotations to it. But you're very select. There you go, selective mm-hmm. about what you put out and what you give to people. Like, mm-hmm. is there a reason for that? Um, yeah. Like it's everything strategic for real. Mm-hmm. Like everything strategic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the main strategy, like the main focus of all time, is like quality okay yeah like 100 percent. it always has to be good like it always has to be illustrated as if um my my nigga flea once again it always has to be illustrated as if it came through sony it came through universal like it gotta look like you get what i mean like it's already at that level because the sound is there Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i i I know i can make the music Mm -hmm. but i have to present myself as such or otherwise they not gonna receive me. As such. I got you. And that kind of goes with like you. I feel like manifestation too, in a sense, because it's like you are, like you say, you want your you want your sound to already sound something out of Universal, out of Sony, out out of these big you know label teams. It's like you manifesting yourself at that pillar or that pinnacle of you know success that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that makes sense too. How um, what's my question? Like how how many times did you have to listen to a song before you know like okay I'm gonna put this out? Cause like they say you selective, so it's like you have the song, it's there, but you just really trying to strategize how you want to put it out for people to hear. So it's like how, I guess hands on are you with like that certain songs? Okay, I'm gonna drop this now. I want to drop this then. That shit is like on some not moving type shit. <laughs> like I be standing on shit. Yeah. Like, like, like so this first project mm-hmm. because I told y'all how I came from. I had like several projects written when I got mm-hmm. the ODU. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. And I only recorded, like, one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I didn't like it no more type mm-hmm. of shit. So, I'm only saying that shit to say, like, it is more so like a, I don't know, bro. It's like, like a, I, I wanted to make sure 
because I understand how people's perceptions work. Like right, I, right. I understand like what it's like to to watch the consumer. You know what I'm saying? So like, because we are there in a sense as well. Right? Yeah, like I'm still a consumer. Mm-hmm. I still listen to music all day, every day. Like mm-hmm. I'm still a big fan of a lot of niggas. So like, what's important to me is making sure I. I'm like adhering to what the consumer wants. Mm-hmm. So even now, like because I'm I'm still building my fan base brick by brick, so this shit gonna get real way more specific in the near future as I'm able to like analyze my numbers because I'm more consistent now. 100%. But like yeah, it's really just just about trying to appease them, but mm-hmm. still never step outside of myself. Like that's the balance, that's the duality right there. Like what well so we know that the tape is coming out on your birthday, correct? So yeah. September thirtieth, okay. Why? Why did you feel like this year, like this moment, this year was the time to really to finally drop it though? Because it finally was what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like I've had music in my phone and other birthdays, but it wasn't. I wasn't where I needed. You get like like the I focus said, is there. Mm-hmm. The focus is definitely there. Facts. Like I'm in a different position to where I know like my feet is on the ground and they won't stop moving now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Amazing. So like I know that's the I case, that's but also like. <laughs> The, the presentation like mm-hmm. um, the rollouts and it looks how like I'm coming out mm-hmm. of a major label like this shit looks no, that's hard. yeah and, and it wasn't that before no matter mm-hmm. how much music I had on my phone like it wasn't that and but now it's that I'm, my pieces is coming together I got the LLC you feel me like my label my my collective production company whatever the fuck you wanna call it whatever we gonna use it for all of the above you mm-hmm. feel me like mm-hmm. That shit is paid for. I got a business account. I'm getting picking niggas out of my team to play roles. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, niggas I grew up with who just fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and it's all love mutually. Like, niggas is co- like we chasing this shit together type shit. Like, but all of that, every my resources is more accessible. I'm just able to do a lot more now. So like, it's and I'm also getting older, but I can't keep putting it off. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you say so all that to say, oh yeah, don't forget, don't forget, I still got time frame. Yeah, life shit. So yeah, go ahead, get it. Don't 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 feel like that. I will say like, yeah, you are getting older, and everything. Don't ever feel like age should be something to rush you though. Because mm. I always said like, it is people who are really young getting to it, but you gotta also realize this. Look at the baby; he didn't blow until he was like thirty something. Word. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. They ain't butcher all of them. Exactly. All these people, like, it's never that 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 thing, that age thing, I always say just get that out of your head as much as possible. Where? Because there's people that do what I do and then start really getting into it until they was older, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that, don't let that be a, 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 a something to stop you from doing what you want to do or slow you down or, you know, just make you feel like you got to rush. And I can understand why you feel like that too, because I be feeling the same way with certain things. It's like, I be feeling like, dang, I'm only, you know, I'm, well, not only, I'm already, you know, 23, which is like a terrible way to think about it. But it's like, yeah, but you feel like it came so fast. Yeah. Like, like, I wrote my first tape, I was 15. Yeah, see? <laughs> so, like, you feel me? Like, this shit gotta come out, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of Yeah, and I, then shit's gone. Like, I don't even, like, fuck it. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but. I don't want to keep going through that because yeah. I, I'm very emotionally attached to my music. Like, I feel like it's good practice. As you should be. As you should be. Yeah, I feel like it's real good practice. Like, even if it don't come out, it's just like you just honing your craft. I mean, it's not like you're the only person here. You might, you know, show like Grim or somebody else that you know, like, you know, your manager Fleet and just mm-hmm. show them. And then it's like, so you're not the only ears that's hearing it. So you'll get, you know, tidbits and points from them. And just like you, as you know, as you grow your ears and the taste of music you have grows well. Facts. So then, you know, it's all just like practice to learn, okay, I like how I sound with this part, but maybe not this part. For the next song I do, I'm going to try to switch it up this time. Uh, so yeah. sound different and stuff. Yeah, bro, this shit, it's crazy. Really, it's about mastering your voice, and that's like yeah. an aspect of this shit that's kind of like unrealistic, like mastering your voice. Mm-hmm. But like, just understanding how, you know what I mean? The different inflections of shit you could do. Mm-hmm. Every beat is different every time you approach Mm-hmm. Talk about um, speaking of that too, just mastering, trying to get that right level. Talk about the production and like who you know who you brought on the tape with you because know, this is a, it's a six song tape, right? Word. Yeah, so like talk about you know who you wanted to have on the tape and stuff like that. Word. My nigga John Keasley. Oh boy, John. Shout that out nigga John. John Keasley, he that nigga. Bro. John's going crazy. Shout yeah, out John Keasley, bro. That nigga, he that nigga, bro. Y'all hear these beats, like, mm-hmm. local rappers don't have these type of beats, bro. Mm-hmm. And granted, like, granted, like, we do, when we in the studio, bro, it's literally, like, and you've seen it, mm-hmm. that shit is, like, a 50-50, like, a cohesive, 
Like we do that shit together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists they come up in there like this is what I want and this is what you gonna give me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a lot of sessions like that. Too. Yeah, you be saying them jumps. Yeah, I be having a little bit of like stirring this with me. Like this is what I'm on. This is what I want. But like we making music, bro. Like yes, at the end of the day, like yeah, tell me what you want. Tell me what you think and tell me what you hear that I don't hear. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what I hear. And we just gonna try this shit, like yes. you feel me? Like let's just see what the fuck come out, cause I know what I got planned. You feel mm-hmm. me? And if it, it's gonna make sense when it, you know, when it all come together anyway, too. Cause uh, the fact that they, like y'all even are collaborating like that, that means that both of y'all want something that's actually like, that's actually like really good, because like like I said, like a lot of people who make beats and stuff like that, producers and everything, they'll come up in there and let the dude rap and just say. Okay, write it all, give me my money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Y'all actually trying to make something that's actually good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love like that. longevity. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I love that. I, I remember that. we was in a session. I didn't cut you off, Jesse. I remember we was in a session, and then I think it was me, you, I think it was my uh, Grim, uh, Zay, I, I forgot who else. But I remember this just talking about how like how tough like y'all union is when y'all mm-hmm. get in the lab and stuff. I remember, I think it was like a beat you had pulled up. And then it was like he was like he was listening to it. We was all listening to it. And then he just like he got pulled the remember he pulled the guitar out. I think or the piano. He pulled slow. Keysley, that boy. Yeah, is, is I think crazy it was. I think it, keys, yeah, bro. it was the it was the keyboard. Bro. Yeah. He pulled the keyboard out, just listened to the joint, and just made the joint from scratch and just tweaked the whole joint. I'm just sitting there listening. I'm just like, yo, like bro, it's crazy. You seen that shit yeah. in real time? But, it probably took him like 20 minutes. Bro. <laughs> no, it, t- it took a minute, but it's like it was so hard. It was well worth the wait. But like even oh oh, that was one of them jumps. Yeah, we got some jumps that that we be in that bitch an hour or two. Like them them be the crazy ones. Them be yeah. like. That Love is loyalty. Crazy. You feel mm-hmm. me? That, them be them ones that take some shit. But then, like, loyalty was good. We, we, bro, he be having some Love shit that's fast. But not even that, though. Not even just the fact he pulled the keyboard. That was already, like, that was, like, part one of, like, just the hierarchy of how hard the shit was. But it was the fact that, like, once he really started getting real motion with it, it's like, it's they really started coming together. Here you come and just start doing like some freestyle <laughs> shit. And it's just like it's just hard. Like it's just it's flowing with the beat. Like like you would have thought you already pulled up the track and y'all already knew what y'all was gonna do before I even took the camera on. I'm just like yo, this is crazy. Like whatever is coming from this is gonna be like a, a, a great just body of work. So I was yeah, like that jumps hard. Tough. No, that was that was tough. That's though. tough, bro. I never even that's tough as fuck. Yeah, no, that was hard. Talk, um, so as you get to the tape more, your lead single is "Say La Vie." Mm-hmm. You know, because that was one of the songs that you actually, you know, you put out beforehand and everything like that. Talk about the buzz that came from that, which kind of, I guess, you know, did it did it change your perspective, kind of, like, boost you up to, you know, okay, go harder yeah, with yeah. it? It's like, you know, what came from that, though? Hell yeah, bro. Say La V went up, like, like, it ain't make me, like, you feel me? Like, it ain't give me no crazy shit to separate me from regular. Yeah. Like, I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Here with y'all niggas on some normal shit. Mm-hmm. But it, like, the responses, like, like, it made, I'm a rapper, mm-hmm. and I had to translate into the phase of life where I was presenting myself as such. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you walk in the rooms, I'm a full-time student at ODU. You feel me? Like, yeah. nah, I make music. Like, that's what, is what the I situation do. is now. So, like, putting out Say Live V was during that transition, mm-hmm. and, like, I, I was making people respect that. Your skill. Yeah, like, you're not, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm not a, an everyday rapper. It's not a hobby. Yeah, this, this is, is what I do. Yeah. This is my shit, yeah, my no, that, that let us know, too, like, no, this, that's is what know. <laughs> this, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do, like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, like, because that was, that was, what, that was 2019? It came out 2020. Was 20... Yeah, bro, the pandemic made all the years merge. Yeah, I know. So I be trying to remember. I feel like it was. I feel like it was before. No, I think it was twenty one though. I think it was like April. I had to be twenty twenty because I think we was, it was pandemic though for sure. Yeah, fact. And that's why because this session is like 2020, 2021. and that and that joke been out before that. I think it was April, bro. I did. I think it was April twenty one because that's still the beginning of twenty one, yeah. bro. January, February, March, April. That's yeah, like four months. Yeah. So yeah. it was still peak mm-hmm. pandemic. Like we weren't going outside. To and that was that was around the same time too. It's like where you know everybody was just pick up a, a microphone, keyboard, and just you know rapping or doing something like that. So. Yeah, no. So that like that definitely did like separate you. I know. I heard. I'm like, no, that shit's hard for sure. Like, I'm glad. And you know what's crazy to me? Appreciate it. What's crazy to me is. I ain't even 
Like, Say La Vie is not my favorite song on the That was actually was your favorite one. That's great. What is that? That's coming too, though, though. It was. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't ask what I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was coming. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm loading that one up. That was definitely coming. not Say La Vie, though, bro, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, before, before you tell us. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, before you tell us, is it because you've heard it so many times, or is it because you just got some shit in the tuck? You just yeah. can't wait for people to hear. Yeah, I outgrew it. Okay. okay. I outgrew it. Okay. That's all it is. I, I didn't really know what it was, but the way you asked me that shit made me better. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get it at first, but today, tonight, I figured out why I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. I just outgrew it. That's all. Yeah, I got, I have so much more music. So that goes into the thing where it's like, you listen to your own music so much that... Yeah. Do we, does it get to the point where you start not liking your music that you listen to it so much, or... Um, no, that, I don't be not. Yeah, yeah like, that happened to me. If, like, if I was a rapper, I feel like I get tired of hearing myself so much, I'd be like, bro, all this shit. No, nah, sometimes I don't want to hear me. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> I'll be around friends, like, and now I don't send my music out. But it was a point in time I was sending my music out. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot. And we'll be in a crib smoking, and they'll have a hawk and play my music. And I'll be like, turn it off. Like, I'm, I'm just not in the mood for that. I'm mm-hmm. giving myself a lot. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. but. I don't ever get tired of myself. Like I, like, I get tired of it. But I don't ever get, like... I don't know. Shit won't get bad. To the point you don't like it. Yeah, but I think I am so much better now. Like, mm-hmm. I think... Say La Vie's good. Amazing. But I think I have music way... In my fucking opinion. Amazing. I think I have music beyond better. Than, like, like not even close. Type yeah. shit. Even right. hearing, like, hearing the tape and stuff, I would definitely agree. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have songs that's, like... Oh, you got the, the link off the press release. Yeah, so, yeah. That shit was hard. We listened to that on the way here. So, it was like... Yeah. <laughs> you heard, no, I was listening to them. So, you heard all six? Not all of them. We didn't get that far. What I did hear... You, know, you already know. You already know. Like, I... I fuck right. with your music. Right. <laughs> I've always fucked with your music. That joint is crazy. He probably missed, like, I heard the joint, joint. He probably, I think he liked two. I think he got to, like, the fourth one. I could like play songs in order. Okay, so you got good. to four. I like and quality then, music. Uh-huh. And you create quality music. Yeah, four right. songs in a row, if you say that, that's lit. So, <laughs> that's lit. Four songs in a row, my nigga, because you heard. It's only mm-hmm. six songs, bro. Mm-hmm. So, it's two left. You heard one of them already. Mm-hmm. One of them is Love and Loyalty. And then you ain't heard low, but yeah, he ain't get to low. He heard uh the one with I ain't gonna spell it, spoil it, but he heard. Word. I mean, they got the feature shit on the like I released the uh, oh, okay. track list. So he heard, so, the, he heard the first. Say like he was the first one. He heard the jump with uh with, with Graham. My, yeah, Graham. My dog. And then the one after that. Well, and I think we probably stopped halfway in the fourth. Richard Famous. Yeah, I like gang, that one. Gang, that was, gang, yeah, gang, that was my gang, favorite. Gang. That's my favorite. Yeah. Now that yeah, that's my favorite. Yes, sir. That shit is hard to me, bro. Now, like I said, like I've always fucked with your music. He's been there when you were creating. What is your process when it comes to making music? Just like you said earlier, like you have stuff that's in the tuck for years. Like you know what I'm saying? Is that all the time with songs, or like yeah. when you making something new and putting something out? Are you going to put that out faster if you like it more? Like, what is your process? Gotta okay, but uh, everything's strategic. Like everything is like okay for the love of the game. Now, how are we going to roll out for the love of the game? Mm-hmm. How are we going to make for the love of the game big? Mm-hmm. So, imagine I got another 20 songs in my phone. What's the next mixtape? Mm-hmm. Hypothetically speaking, yeah. I know. But, like, what's the next mixtape? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, and how are we going to roll this out? So, like, what songs are we going to go? But how? what's the level of consistency? How frequently mm-hmm. are we going to re- drop you know, up until we release the project? Mm-hmm. And, like, how do you want this shit to be released? Like... As a nigga who's building their fan base who doesn't necessarily have that initially, like, how will your releases build a fan base? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the structure of which you put your songs out, like, how does that affect shit? So, yeah, like, that's really what it is. Like, just, it's all strategy, all bro. All strategy. All okay. strategy, my nigga. How far do you be game playing? Like, you working on For the Love of the Game right now? Are you already For in the Love talks? of the Game 2 was mm-hmm. in the works. Before I even met my manager. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I came to ODU with hella projects, bro. Mm-hmm. Intentions. You knew what you Yeah, were like, I knew I was about to go hard with this shit. But, you know, life is life. Mm-hmm. And then, nigga, just, it just got... Now, do you feel like... That's why I ain't need to cut no, you off or anything. But, like, yeah, you have all these old songs. And not even... I don't want to say old, but, like, archived. You know what I'm saying? Would you still pick the archived ones over the new stuff you're creating? Or is it just like a feel to it, kind of? Would I pick the archive ones? Yeah. Like, I think in any room, any time, 
I picked those first. Okay. Like, Facts. Okay. They just came later. Because that's okay. when I got better. Okay. Like, I'm getting better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really love this shit. So, I, like, I pay attention to shit. Like, how niggas that's on. Like, I pay attention to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to how they write, how they mm-hmm. record. Like, mm-hmm. I pay attention to all that shit, bro. And I take little shit from everybody in terms of, like, a method, a process of how they record and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it just come at different times. Oh, this shit okay. unraveling like a motherfucker. Yeah, my next question is, if you were, like, not, you are going to blow, because it's not an if. Damn, you are going to blow. This shit already knows. Who are those artists that you want to work with? I was very asking that, like, your, your, dream, like, your collaborations. It could be, like, local, you know, um, all you know, right. mainstream, all that. Well, on some local shit. Mm-hmm. I gotta fuck with like Chatai's car. I wanna Ooh. fuck with Rio. I wanna no, fuck with. Okay. I've been trying to fuck with this nigga, bro. But he just so lit and got so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Fresh Porter. Oh yeah. Um, y'all know about mm-hmm. that nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm from about. from the eight hundred four like that's like them my first collabs type yeah. shit. Eight hundred four uh-huh. niggas, bro. That's who I really wanna fuck with. Cause that's like that's I wanna home. build. Yeah, bro. This home, I wanna build something, bro. Like. I want to build something. So, like, it's niggas that's on that I'll fuck with. I think this is a dummy, bro. And like I said, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. Like, I'm glad that you said that because it's hard for niggas in the 804 to actually want to work with each other because that's one of the biggest problems that we have in Richmond. Not, I don't want to say rich, but mainly Richmond. Like, Richmond. <laughs> 804 entirely, like, nobody wants to work with each other. Everybody wants to be that, that number one guy. And it's like, yeah. bro, nobody can really be that number one guy until we literally start working with each other. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's yeah. one of our biggest issues. That's why 804 is not on the map like it is with other, like, like Memphis, you know, Atlanta, right. shit like that. We have the potential. We got the talent. We got the work ethic. Everything. We got all that. Like, we, we just don't, we just don't want to collaborate. Yeah, bro. It's the way we should. Like, putting niggas on. Like, we don't put each other on. Like, bro. And that's with everything. Niggas think we need, like, you need a ticket. Like, you need, like, a, like, this is what's going to get me there. Like, no, nigga, like. We can get each other. Mm-hmm. You don't need nobody with no nothing to do it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like we are here. We want what we got to be bigger, nigga. Let's make it bigger. Let's do that. It, it makes no sense that everybody comes to to Richmond for shit, and then go out and then out where they yeah. want to go and shit, and then do mm-hmm. shit. And Richmond stays I small with as many people that fuck with Richmond, mm-hmm. as many people that need niggas in our city. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck isn't it? Like, stamp, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas ain't, like, what the fuck is the issue? As much talent as the world knows in Virginia, bro. Like, why that shit not stamp? And I tell every, and I cut you off, but I tell, like, every time I work with anybody, I tell every rapper that I be like, bro, it's like, I'm not telling you in no safe fashion what, you know, how I feel like you should run your show. Just move, how you should move, but it's like, if you got with this person, like, like, I be hearing the sound similarly from one artist to another. I I know they could make a great-ass song. Or it's a great production. There's something great come out of this where it brings a union. Like how y'all y'all two was talking about, like you have cities, neighboring cities around us like Memphis, you know, down south Atlanta, Florida, up north New York. Like no matter all the beef and stuff they have within their city, they're still unionized enough to get with them certain three, four people to say, Okay, I fuck with what he doing and he from my city, I'm gonna put him I'm gonna support him, I'm gonna shout him out, this and that. Like and a great testament to that. Like, like we was talking about earlier before the podcast started, think about the Detroit scene. Everybody is on the tilt right now to Word. come up from out of there because Word. they all Word. put each other on. They all support each other. Like, you know, it's a couple Word. people that don't mess with each other with a couple people. That's just, you know, city, you know, street beef politics and stuff. But it's like some of them are smart enough and, you know, mentally big enough to put that, put that past themselves to like, okay, we're going to take this shit big. And that's how I feel like. If people had that mentality in Richmond, that some people that are already at a certain level or people that's trying to get to that level, it would be totally different. Because it was like, we could support everybody. I think I just cracked the code listening to you, bro. I think you just helped me realize why Richmond is the way it is. Richmond niggas don't like each other. Yeah, it's facts. It's just too much tension. But like, it's like, it's shit, I ain't gonna good. It's like, Richmond isn't the smallest city. You feel me? Like, you got small, like, small shit, like, with 300 people in high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, our shit ain't like that. Like, that was, like, my senior class was, like, 400 people. You feel me? So, yeah, like, <laughs> that's, that's a little, it's different. But it is, like, relatively small. Like, it's like a 30-minute radius type shit. Like, 35 minutes from east to west, north to, north to south. Like, mm-hmm. so it's not that big. So the way Richmond work is, like, I know you, 
I don't know you, hypothetically, right? Mm-hmm. I know you, I don't know you, but you know him and I know him. Mm-hmm. That's literally how rich men work. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's, that's really, like, yeah. so niggas don't even be comfortable fucking with each other. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Like, and it's also like niggas, I will say, like, rich men niggas, shiesty as fuck, but it's like, if we can get past that fuck being shiesty, let's work. Exactly. And it's like I said, nobody telling say everybody we gotta be oh I'm ready buddy buddy with with bro and yeah, all like that. Yeah, I'm just saying, money, but, yeah, the money is there. Money. It's, it's money fun. everywhere. I just said this shit the other day. It's like you got fifteen new rappers coming out every year. Double XL cast be having like ten niggas on there, and niggas still be arguing to spot the rappers you feel like should have been on that list every year. So I mean, you got ten new rappers coming out, all making about half a mm-hmm. mil to a mil a year. And people talking, oh, it's not enough money out there for everybody. Like, it's the same shit. It's the same shit. Literally, shit. Literally at shit all. Right. But you know, <laughs> there's so many rappers that the three of us don't know. Yeah. That pay their bills off music. Mm-hmm. Like, a number of rappers that we don't listen to, we don't keep up with, but they pay their bills off music. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit not hard for real, bro. Like, it's a step-by-step process. Like, my first step, getting 50 people in a room. To come see, hear my music, to come see me perform. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you're able to start recruiting, like, profit off of shit like that. Shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's niggas with 20K, we ain't never seen any Instagram. Like, it's not like the Instagram world is really small. It's the yeah. world is big, it's bro. It's, it's hella accounts, it's yeah. hella people. It's hella. You feel me? It's just so much shit. Like, this shit different. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I ho- I always hope that you know. You, I feel like it's coming like the it's coming sooner than we think. As far as the ride, I feel like we just gotta see if people can just you know break them boundaries to really like. Wanna... I think it's gonna be me, bro. And this was like in my blueprints I early. I think because I didn't like. How do I word this the right way? I know enough people. Mm-hmm. I've been exposed enough. To like different sides of the spectrum, mm-hmm. enough to where I can get that shit. You feel me? Like I'm connected enough. I know people who know people. Shit like that. I, you feel me? I can get in touch with certain niggas. Like, mm-hmm. but I wasn't so deep into shit to where I'm on this side, that side. I was involved in this and that, and I can't fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. Shit like that. So I think off of the strength of that, I'm genuinely able to, like, just bounce around the city, bro. Like, however I see fit, like, and I think musically I'll be able to work with niggas off the strength of that. And I'm a solid nigga just cherry on top. Like, niggas going fuck with me. Like, so as long as it don't come down to, like, you working with an op or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever the fuck the, the situation is, like, I think... I can deadass do something like pivotal for the city. Right? I feel like it start with somebody like you too because like you see you come from a neutral place yeah. where it's like it's no neutral beef on you, you know no beef on either side so it's like yeah it's like I'm here strict for the money I'm here for the money the relationships the engagement and to take this shit to the next level if y'all here for the same shit let's, let's run it up so mm-hmm. it's not I mean so it's what it is you'll see the shit later so I, I definitely agree that somebody like you or you personally could be the one you know like that takes it takes the whole scene over to the next level. So I'm, I definitely agree with that. I really appreciate you, bro. I'm gonna take some like clips out of this interview, bro, and like oh, yeah. figure yeah, out bro. some crazy tough shit. Yeah. We have had some but, tough like yeah. that shit start, and I think that I do have an issue though. Like, when it comes to like your shows and everything, you got some good stuff early, but that. We go ahead, But when it comes like your shows and everything, how do you prepare for those? Because I know like you, I, I used to act. Um, like Where? Not, yeah, bro. I used to. I can see it. I used to really like. I used to act with shit. Like I was. I was on stage. I was on titles with my high school and everything like that. And I know, like, I used to almost shit my pants when it came. <laughs> like, not even trying to be funny though, but like, I used to dead ass almost shit my pants before I stepped on that stage, bro. Like, so how do you prepare for shows and stuff like that? Awesome shit. That's real nigga. Just keeping it a buck. Mm-hmm. But like, how do I prepare, bro? I be practicing, my nigga. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I perform like every week, like not like big crowd, my show, money involved, but open mic nights, like to, whatever the fuck, I'm there. Just to every get that week, experience, is exactly. exactly. That feel, yeah, exactly. okay. I feel because so, being on stage ain't me. On some real shit, like my personality. That's how I used to feel. It's bro. not. It's not what I naturally want. 
is that kind of attention. Like I'm, I've always been a nigga. Like I'm always in the mix, but I was never like on the front page, on the front line. You feel shit, me? Yeah. Always in the mix though. I know everybody who mm-hmm. need, who niggas need to know. Me. Niggas, everyone know me as niggas who know me who I don't even know. Like I've been that nigga, type but shit. I've never been like front and center, front page, look at me type situation. Mm-hmm. Like so with music, I have to switch over, kind of. Yeah, I gotta adapt, mm-hmm. like, cause I wanna make money off of music. I love making music. I want to make this my career. Mm-hmm. So, this is my career. Off of the strength of that alone, I have to accept everything that comes with that mm-hmm. shit. And not everything is going to be what I want, but that's just life. Like, but at the end of the day, if I'm getting a check for it, do I really not want it? I'm singing my songs. Like, you feel me? Like, what the fuck? I mean, there's a balance to that, too. Like I said, like, personally, I feel like financially, personally, like, you know, it's like it's a balance you want to have. You don't want to, you know, just give you all just give some a falsity that's not even you for the sake of the music you know what I'm saying because you you can't you start your music from a vulnerable place a place that's emotionally physically personally yours so it's like you don't want to compromise that is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. you know for like for a check or this and that so, that's yeah. fact that's fact that's why you gotta keep the content true to you though mm-hmm. like and the people around you true to you too exactly exactly so. exactly exactly bro and that friendship shit like just relationships like they come I don't, and go, I don't, bro. I don't believe in friends. Everybody I got around me is family. I say that. I say that. I say that a I lot. I say that a lot, bro. It's like black or white when it comes to that. And I'm not like a black or white type of dude. Like, mm-hmm. I believe in the gray area. But when it comes to that shit, bro, it's black or white, bro. Like, like you either, you're either family or you're Team, you here or you, or you, you over there, bro. Like, I, what's up with you type shit? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And we can leave it there. But, like. That you you better than me because I'm not gonna even give you a what's up. Well, well, I'm a rapper, bro. I'm, I'm the face of a lot of shit now, bro. I got to say your face. Customer service. Yeah, I, I gotta be. What's yeah. the word? More, more copacetic. Charismatic. Yeah, yeah, like just, it's just different. Speaking of family, though, so I know on track two with uh, with Grim, you had still love, and I know on that track you talked about you mm-hmm. with your mom and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Are y'all like you know just based on like you know things you did to. You know the mistakes you made, or just the like I said, things you did for the better sake of you at that time. But you know now, do you, are y'all at a better place now? Hell yeah, bro! That's better cool. than that shit has ever been. Like, I don't know, bro. Growing up, it's just so many different variables and things that's like, like tied to, you know, that type of relationship. Like, you you as a kid too, bro. Niggas don't even really be knowing like them them inconsistencies, bro. You just living in it and it feel normal, like everything regular. Like, but I don't know, I'm grown now, I got a lot more control over my reality, like, mm-hmm. and I, I could play a different position, and me and Duke's good, like, more than good. Like, it's just, everything is about communication, bro. Every relationship yeah, sure. is about communication. I was, was actually, did, did, did y'all have them talks and stuff? Yeah, like so that? Where we gotta understand each other. Yeah. This is my perspective, this is my reality. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? Put, yeah. your, put yourself in my shoes. I feel like it's, like, I feel like it's a place that both, like, shit, like, kids and parents don't really kind of or kind of forget they both forget is that like they were both that same age at one time you know mm-hmm. parents once made mistakes and you know kids we going into it so like we seeing for the parents that do understand that we seeing that from a different way you know they just seem to look out for us so we look we take it as like oh they tripping they, you know whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they understand i got going on right now but parents they you know they, they do it yeah they've been through it so they just try to coach us through it but you also have the parents too that's like they, you know, they have, they forget, you know, they forget they was that same, you know, they was that age yeah. them same mistakes. I wouldn't even so call it a forget, they stuck in their ways. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we, we type old, like, we not old, we young, like, mm-hmm. men, but we're very much adults. Yeah. And we yeah. gotta think about how long our parents have been parents. Mm-hmm. So, talking about that situation, I was around, like, 19. Mm-hmm. Like, she had been a mother for 19 years and an adult for... Longer than longer that. than way longer than that. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, it's some shit she you like. They just gonna end up removed from. And in mm-hmm. reality, right now, like as a parent, the main focus is making sure you're the best thing you can be. Mm-hmm. So like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I can understand that as a parent. Like, I don't have a kid yet, but I can see myself in them shoes. Mm-hmm. And that's where we had to make that connect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad y'all definitely. You know, got yourself to a better place because, like, I feel like, I feel like it's certain like your parent don't got you. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it's a whole, it's a whole different thing. You can go off the walls, whatever, because you got that structure that you need 
you know, that person, that real person, he'll either give you that real shit. Yeah, that's that's like that. Um, that's that. That's that unconditional love, like. Mm-hmm. Agape. Yeah, yeah, bro. And on some real shit, I don't even really believe in unconditional love from anybody that's not a parent or like uh, your your kid. You know what I'm saying? Like your sibling, yeah. somebody, like. Even siblings, that's not unconditional. That's not even unconditional for yeah, real. Like that shit is very it, like hard to maintain. Yeah. Like you don't find that. You bro. gotta think, bro. Baby be coming out ugly as hell when he comes out of birth, bro. So it's like for me to have the utmost love for you, for me to like do everything for you, for me to want to kill for you, and you out here looking musty, crusty. My last one. Uh, my last one. Y'all gonna have to split it. So it's like, yeah, it's like you gotta have that. You really gotta love, <laughs> have unconditional love for some shit like that. You got me weak. You right, bro? Maybe that's it. Like that all the time. Look, I don't. Send me no newborn baby pictures because that baby, I'm gonna tell you straight up, and I tell everybody straight up, them babies ugly as fuck. Yeah, like Niggas, no Jesse, he's gonna keep it a buck with you. That baby ugly as shit. That baby look like a block of chalk. You feel me? Like I'm not bringing her around none of, none of y'all to his right. So she looks, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you straight up. <laughs> how she supposed to look? Because hell no, they call me that unconditional love kick you. I'd be like, nigga, fuck you. Get the hell out. Yeah, I'm Speak the right way, bro. No. I feel you. I definitely, like, yeah, I can just love if I only come from, you know, a parent or something like that. Somebody yeah, that's, like, bro. close to you. It's a different bond. Mm-hmm. No, for gotta, gotta preserve and appreciate that shit. Just the song itself, though. I feel like that song is, like, a big testament mm-hmm. to why I really fuck with the tape after listening mm-hmm. to it. Because... Not just the song specifically, just the way you did it. Like me listening to the song, like like this is not like no boost, no nothing. Like listen to it, it, it felt like a story. You know, like you start from say like V, so it's like that's like the statement, and it's like as you go from still love to rich and famous, it's like and you end it with like love and loyalty. It's like you can just see the progression of where you want to go, where you where you want to go, where you've been, and where you know you know so shit like that. And I feel like that's where I really like I really like the tape because I like. To hear, I like to listen to a tape from any artist where I know why I can relate to them. Why I can? It's from the heart. Yeah, it's from the heart. Like you know, it's from the heart. They're talking hate, about some shit. I hate when it's not from the heart. They just put it so lots of people can notice you. Nah, mm-hmm. it's from the heart. Man, like you really meant what you said. This is shit you went through. This is not no facade shit. This is what you wanted to tell the world about. I feel like that's why I like because you're telling a real story about what you're like. So that shit was hard. Was that like intentional making it? Or was that like, did you know like that's what you was doing as you placed the songs or just created the songs as a whole? That this was like a story from start to beginning? Bro, this shit here, like I'm trying to stay in here. You feel me? Because this is lit. Like it feels amazing to even like hear niggas speak on my music like that. But, like, mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, bro, from the jump. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I was one of them. Like, y'all know, y'all are those type of music listeners. Like, yeah. there's some people who just listen to music because niggas listen to music. And there's some niggas who, like, like, I breathe this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a fan, like, I breathe this shit. Sure. So y'all understand, like, I've, I've been that regardless, mm-hmm. like, like before anything and everything. And I just have known that I was capable of such. But the what I always appreciated about music was the emotional aspect. Mm-hmm. The, you know what I'm saying? The vulnerability mm-hmm. in it. like the connection. Yeah, like you connect to the artist, not the song. Mm -hmm. Like I fuck with that nigga. Like I fuck with him as a person. Like you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like that's how you build a fan base. Like exactly, bro. Like you can make all the bouncy, bumpy, you know, fuck bitches, get money, all that shit, sell dope, you know, smoke drug, all that shit. But it's like if you're not telling a story within all that, it's not an element to where I can dissect that you you you're saying this for. You know, mass appeal, but you got them diehard fans that's really soaking in. We talking about Word. like that shit. I call that shit trendy, bro. Trend, like, so trendy. I call it's that fun. shit like people who, who shit. like who come out with yeah. music and they just want to pop, and make some money. I call mm-hmm. that trendy shit, bro. But like How those people, saying? those people who like make music consistent, like when they like they've been in here for longevity, like the ones who's been there for a while, like they make music that they know for a fact people are gonna feel, and that's how like. I have my select few like people that I listen to like Kevin Gates, goddamn, fuck David East, 
Super lyrical, like, oh, you know, they really speak, telling a real story, but they, in their own way, they're to get, bring you into their world, and mm-hmm. you're relating to them, and you're ingesting the type of like music that they want to give to you, but also telling them, oh, this type of person he is, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, throughout all the like the controversy, all the you know, stupid, all the extra social media shit, it's like you listen to his music or their music, you know, okay, this type of person they are, you know, what I'm saying that's just how they perceive it like that, you know, I don't have to be all you know lyricy. Like that, I feel like with, that's what I'm saying. Like with George, like listen to your songs. Like you say, it's like you got that trap soul with that melodic effect. But it's like it's not to the extent where it's like, cause even that shit, that shit can get like real trendy. You know what I'm saying? You got a couple artists that's like that's big in the game, but it's like it's they just doing it because that's what people want to hear. They want to hear that pain or that you know just that melodic sound. But it's like you got some people like you and other artists that you know. It's like they have a balance to where they're telling a story and casual engaged. And it had it puts you in the mood too, so that's why I, I really fuck with it too, like that for real. Yo, like hitting home. And this is real shit too. Like it's not just like like this is what I what I got from it. Listen to the shit when I woke up type shit. Like just getting all that you know, just listen to it, soaking it in. You know, as we talk talk about it on the podcast, and just really wanted to get it here for it. You know, I want to talk to you. I want to get the inside. You know, as a person, like you said, person that listens to music, both of us that listen, listen to music with a different ear. Yeah, that's yeah. all we do is sit like, in the song and talk about shit, there, bro. just chat for like an hour I'm about music, you. bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's a lot of niggas out here, they put shit out. I was just like, bro, that shit pooty, bro. Yeah, it's not it, but it's like, that shit pooty, bro. It worked for you, okay, cool, but that's not it. That's not it, though. It's like, just not it. You talking about, yeah, I know you, you getting money off of this, bro, but that shit pooty, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's not it. It's not gonna last forever. That that's that's the that's the thing. It's not gonna last forever. Man, that dance that probably got attached to your song. People tired of dancing that same fucking two step flip kick. All that shit. That's your song will be over too. I'm telling you. Right. I'm telling you, bro. But we've never felt that when it came to your music. Mm-hmm. No. Never. And I wouldn't even say it's because we know you. I feel like I feel like it's just you know because that's the type of music you make. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like just we know like. Yeah, tell. Yeah, that's just not it. Yeah, but that shit. You gotta go back to that shit. Like, yeah, no, this, this is it. This is good. I don't think I've ever heard a song from you like whether it was unfinished, finished, <laughs> in the studio, out there. Was like, yeah, this shit. This shit. And that's why I different. say, like, you're yeah. gonna blow. I don't think I ever had a song like that. It's not an option. You're gonna blow. Yeah. It might not be. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. That shit dead ass in the plans, bro. Man, y'all, y'all niggas that made me feel like amazing. Oh, I appreciate. Of course, bro. We gotta get flowers when we do. Like, so you our first guest person, so we gotta tell you the real tale. Like, this is what the block is for. That's why I tell people when I we have these episodes, it's like the block ain't just for like, I don't have a motive, you know what I'm saying? That's why we don't have a fucking intro, because I can't get it right, because it's like, we just be here to talk. Yeah, we be on the block. It don't matter. I was supposed to have my blizzy for the block. I'm telling you, I should have my drink and some more shit. It's like, we definitely gonna do some more. We're definitely gonna talk. But that's what the block is for. We just here, we talking with us. In this setup, we somewhere else, we in the real studio, we just kicking it. We just talking, because the block can be anything. You got people on the block that's doing. A B C D E F G talking about A B C D E F G. You know what I'm saying? So that's all it is. Like it's just some you somewhere you come and just get a ear for different, you know, different conversations, different topics and stuff. But um, I guess one question I had is like kind of a basic question, but something I always ask people too is like, 
because you know he talked about David Brewster and <laughs> Kevin Gates' favorite artist, but like, who is your like Mount Rushmore, your favorite rappers and stuff? Bro, I hate this question. It's <laughs> like that different ear shit. That yeah. is such just hard, bro. Cole go up there. That's my dog. Cole, okay, that's one. Mount Rushmore. You only got four. You yeah. only got four heads Cole on there. Undeniable, Cole undeniable. Like, Cole go hard. He's written so many songs that I wish I would. I've never heard that one. That bro. nigga there? That you wish you wrote? Bro, I, I can't listen to him type shit. Like, it hit home too much. Ooh. It hit, like, right, yeah, that's, that's my, like, shit. it's uh, it's not even real at how relatable, like, because niggas say Cole is relatable and that's why he's famous, but fuck that. <laughs> Me, nigga, like, my life, like, mm-hmm. in, in, in comparison to his, that shit aligns in the most weird shit. So imagine me in seventh, eighth grade, like, like, this my nigga, like you yeah. know what I'm saying, like. I will say that. What was that joint he on um, for your for your what's for your eyes that? only? But that joint right there. Yeah, I was in high school. Like, I, yeah, was I like, might have been like a week. It was like 2016. Yeah, yeah, you lied to me, but first like, time I cried. What? I'm not gonna lie. Nah, first listen, he said. Cold made me shed a few tears. Bro. I did ask cried, bro. Sideline story breakdown had me on some shit. Especially bro. that joint where he was talking about like the nigga who um. Damn, I can't even think of the song. I know the song like when I listen to it, bro. But he was basically saying the shit respecting the nigga who's like, yeah, who man. Was mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like, this shit's deep, bro. Like, no, nah, that shit. Like, I ain't never like that, that but yeah, it's shit hard, like right, that, bro. Like, I'm just like, yo, nah, like, chill, bro. You gotta know what you're getting into, uh-huh. and that's what changes the the, the, the listening experience. So, like, so, yeah, this is crazy. Sideline story was um first project. You feel me? That was a like debut album type mm-hmm. shit. Like nigga had mixtapes before, but sideline story. It's really self-explanatory. Like you know what I'm saying? Living life on the sidelines. Like I'm trying to get in the game type. You know I'm trying to hoop for a start. Yeah. You feel me? The next jump was was born center. He was talking about the demons of of the industry for real. Like how his life has changed since he reached this new platform. Mm-hmm. Four sales drive. I made it here. I'm still not happy. What the fuck is the issue? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's four sales drive. For your eyes only, his man's told him years ago, like, um, what the fuck happened? I feel like I'm about to die soon. And if I die, I want you to tell my kid my story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, without, you know, I guess going unspoken, nigga, the project came out in 2016, 2017. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he told just go listen story. to that shit. Like, yeah. He told his story. K.O.D., you know what I'm saying? That this the influence of drugs on our generation and, and his life and his you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like that whole compare contrast. You just gotta know what you're getting into. Like, cause you can take a whole bunch of different parts of a whole bunch of different people and apply that to all these different things that he just like yeah. touches on, bro. Like that's why I fuck with that nigga so much. Cause I think my life is that is so well versed. Like it's so over here and over there, like in the trenches and the suburbs. Like it's just like that shit crazy, like, mm-hmm. I got friends here, friends there, like, and they'll never cross paths with each other type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true, that's like, real shit, too. That shit yeah. really crazy, bro. I fuck with that nigga, but he's definitely up there. Drake up there. I don't even think that's, like, a debatable thing, whether I like him or yeah, not. Yeah, that's no explanation. Sometimes yeah. it's like, I, sometimes I've been taking Drake out of it because it's like, Cause Drake like, gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, it's like, that's gonna be there. So I'll give you one extra one. Okay, that's hard. Yeah, because he's gonna be there. This is interesting, bro. What the fuck? Um, Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. Pot gotta go up there. If we just, if we speaking in general, like, all time, Pot gotta go up there. Mm-hmm. Has to. Lauren Hill goes up there. Ooh. I don't hear that one much, but is she? She from Jersey, bro. Lauren Hill goes in. She crazy. Yeah, one more. No, Lauren Hill goes in. Like, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren Hill's different. Like, she was a huge, like, representation of doing both. Mm -hmm. Singing and rapping, like, before Drake, before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. She she started, like, a a thing. I don't know what the word to put for it, but, like, she literally, she started a thing. Like, she's OD. OD, bro. So OD. But that's four. A fifth. You got six though, because you got an extra. That was before he said Cole. We got Drake, but we took Drake. You know, he already up there. Then you said Pop and Lauren Hill. So you got one more to fill the, right. fill the fourth okay. spot. One more. What 
might be wrong if I ain't say big, but I don't know if I want to say big. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect them like that, though, but I just want to make sure it ain't nobody I'm really like. I mean, it's your list, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. your conversation. It's who you want to go see. You know what I'm saying? It's who you pay your homage to, like, as an inspiration of just somebody that you really work with their music. Yeah, I'm like, we're big, bro. Big? No, Kanye. I'm gonna put Kanye. There you go. I'm gonna put that. Musically. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I got it musically. <laughs> 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 it has to be musically. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. Because I was saying that to somebody the other day, but it's like, you fuck with Kanye? I'm just like, bro, look. Music. Just like how I am with Kevin Gates, like, Kevin Gates, <laughs> fuck what he does as a regular person. His music is insane. It's fucking insane. Like, Kanye, fuck what he does as a regular person. His music and the shit he puts out, you cannot deny that that shit is not great. You can't, bro. Even if you don't like the fucking song, bro. Like, he made the beat, picked the, he picked the features. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he produced, like, produce, nigga. Not just beat make. Like, he produces, produce. like, full projects, bro. Like, yeah. from scratch. Just from out his head. Like, mm-hmm. This nigga like Picasso or some shit. That's why I be so weak when people be like putting them memes up with some Kanye. He's like, well, he made graduation. It's like that's how I be feeling. It's like it's like he did. He made graduation. He made college dropout. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Like all this shit is like bro, bro, bro. Like registration, one of my favorite. Yeah, registration. Like fuck, man. I'm telling you. Oh, even his new shit that he puts out, like with that, um, what's the, still, the, like the church, the church vibe, oh, jumps, bro. Yeah, church bro, he, it's one He's of the songs on that. Jump Life of Pablo was crazy. I listen to crazy. all the time. What's that shit called? I'm already looked the shit up because, bro, I did it. Life like not that. It's clothes on a Sunday. Yeah, Chick Fil A. Clothes on a Sunday, bro. That shit is hard, bro. It's like the production is like for he, for him to even. He's making these beats. No, bro, I've seen him in the white. Doing that shit, bro. <laughs> if you got, if you got trap street dudes going to tap into a gospel album, a real genuine gospel album, and like it, that's how you know that this this person is something crazy when it comes to production. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No curse words, no nothing. Got all these rappers on the last mm-hmm. tape to not curse, you know, you know, try not to do for profanity just for the sake of paying mm-hmm. homage to his mom making a great tape. Like, like yeah, I said, fuck all the other shit. Like, she just said all these people. Yeah. You know, Jersey based. I'm surprised he didn't even say anything like, yeah, they're in New York. The clan. Yeah. He's yeah. talking about the other day, too. I love the clan. No, nah, yeah, I love them, bro. And then, and they got brought back to my foresight after watching their show. Yeah, me too. Because you know, I being like so young, that shit kind of gets uh, filtered yeah, out. Never forget about the clan. Never filtered <laughs> out for you. That's hard. That's good. That's, that's hard. But I fuck with niggas like that. My nigga T like that. Like, he fuck with them niggas. That's 5% at the end of the day, but like. Word. And I know that about, I know yeah, that. You like, know what I'm saying? I just, I can never forget about the clan. At the end of the day, it's like a different level of respect they get off of the strength and shit like that. Certain mm-hmm. morals and, mm-hmm. and, and you I know what I'm saying? saying, character, like, aspects to them niggas. Like, I, we could go way back to the beginning. Like, it's about who you are. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and them niggas beyond the music that they was making, which was pivotal, like. They trying to need you knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, priceless. You can see that through the show, like take all the dramatizations out, all the special, you know, moments that's gonna keep you engaged for the next episode. Just type people they, you know, they were portrayed to be. You know, they had because they had their hands in it too. Like RZA, I think he executive produced it. I'm pretty sure they went to everybody that's still here was around that time to talk about how the situation happened. So you know that you know they morals and they beliefs and traditions are in there. Realistic aspects of what they had going on. Yeah, and that show for sure because they they definitely were very hands on with that show. But no, that's that's tough. Like, and no disrespect to whoever I didn't name. You know yeah, no, I mean, like I said, this is your list. That's a I difficult say, list. It's your list. It's your list. It's a it's solid list. list. Your yeah, list. A it solid was a good list. list. It was a good it was list. It's that okay, shit hard, bro. The, the Lauryn Hill curveball. I was that, like, God, that, yeah. I was say that did fuck me. I'm mad I didn't think about it sooner because I always throw her on my mm-hmm. top. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. top list, like, that's good because you don't hear that much. You really don't hear that much. She's crazy. That man, that show that she only got one studio album. It came out '98. I was born '98. It came out August. I was born December. So like. Hey, 98 babies, I love it. Word. Word. I love it. 98 babies, man. That was one of them CDs that Dukes never got rid of that was in the books. Bro, I got the record for her. Word. Yeah, the vinyl. I could spin that shit if I want to. Like, I just gotta get my dad equipment and shit. Word. (laughs) What? I'm ready to start putting vinyls on my wall. I just gotta, you know, 
I found a store they sell them thirty dollars. I'm ready to go in that bitch and just start grabbing. What the store at? Let me know. It's fucking Urban Outfitters, I think. I told you that, but I was just told us yesterday how they be having the jumps on. They have the new albums. Like they have, I think I saw they had the Gunner Wanna tape on there. They had the Twenty One Savage jumps. They had the old jumps that didn't make it to major distribution platforms. On vinyl? Yeah. Like SoundCloud mixtapes. I'm telling you, bro. That's that's on the artist though, bro. Like if they paid for their shit to get pressed and released mm. like that so they cool I like as an artist I know that now <laughs> I like to see Bottom come back I like to do a little tap on the bottom like an old head in the yeah, play, bro, you play know, two now. big ass speakers for real damn record player going spinning bro I'm trying to be like that when I get you know what I'm saying yeah no, that's I'm trying to have like a I want my shit to be nostalgic, like my next career type shit, like mm-hmm. type shit, music, yeah, sports, yeah. like. You got, you got that vibe. It. Like I, I like to be here, like and listen facts. to this or do this, you know, comfort my spot. That's for sure. Big facts, bro. But shoot, we better wrap this up because I know I don't know how long we're talking. This has been awesome though. So it was I, I would have been tripping. Yeah, I was so like, this is my favorite tripping. interview, and yeah, I've done, no, a, I've done a decent like a handful of them trips now, bro. This appreciate is by it. far my favorite, bro. Appreciate like, it, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, this gonna be hard. I appreciate you stopping by the block. Everybody, make sure y'all tune in to Kazi for the love of the game. Um, what you got? You got like holiday plans? Like anything to celebrate the tape when it come out? Hell yeah, bro! I think I'm about to. I'm gonna hit the studio for sure. It's my birthday. I'm gonna hit the studio. Have as many niggas pull up as possible. So if y'all in the 804, fuck with me. I'm gonna pop out there again for that. And I know some niggas from the city who um, make brothers. One of their birthdays is the same day as mine. Okay, which one? But they throw a party every year. (laughs) Niggas say you can come perform. I'm ready to go perform in that bitch. Do that. Yeah, that's stupid. Fuck with me if y'all, you know what I'm saying? Niggas in the 804, gonna fuck with me, bro, because we ready to figure some shit out. All right, that's the best. All right. We all heard it here first. Appreciate everybody step stopping by the block, listening in. All right. And this has been another episode of Spurlock's Block, and we out. Gangsta. My niggas, bro. Y'all lit.